0: what is going on guys mm-hmm. it's your boy bg and welcome to the unknown minds podcast or the unknown mind is unknown. and of course you do definitely see the different change in scenery and i have a special guest today thanks michael uh michael thomas so i mean you know i i, I pretty much got hit to you bro and that we we kind of like tapped in when uh when they had when what's the name had that little joint going on, so yeah, I for yeah, I am right? Yeah, the yeah. pop up shot. So I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little bit in the blur right now. But yeah. she was like, yeah, she told me to go ahead and just tap in with you, so we go ahead and do the podcast together. So when I had kind of like seen your stuff yeah. on your Instagram, especially when you was doing the poetry, I ain't a lot of drink was fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so just explain a little bit about yourself, bro. Oh, uh,
1: well, I'm a poet, author. I, I got different titles, uh, spoken word. I got different like whatever people want. to go by. But yeah, I write poetry books. Um been serious with it for about a year now. Uh like I told you before, I've been writing for eleven years. So it's just my God given gift. Um college graduate, just twenty-one, my life really is just starting. So just trying to spread my story out to people for them to like really, you know, relate to it on a personal level.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> as far as like your story, and you said, and I know beforehand, we kind of like, we got like warmed up beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said you want to make sure that your book was definitely relatable to the people. So yeah. what are some concepts in the book that you feel as though a lot of people can relate to as far as like the feeling that the book gives? Um, That's a great
1: question. Um, I think a concept in the book a lot of people can relate to is... You know, having a talent, but being reluctant to show people because you're afraid of judgment. You know, you think people not going to like it, uh, people not going to mess with it. But um, in the book, I talk about, like, overcoming your fears. is good. And, you know, just letting people know, you know, I have a God-given talent. So regardless of how people feel about it, you know, I'm going to put it out there. So, yeah.
0: So as you was growing with your talent, did you like I and I, I get that a hundred percent. You ever feel like that feeling when when you when you know you have a talent but you're also trying to speak your vision to people and the people just don't see it in the same eye?
1: Yeah. Um the reality is not everybody gonna see your vision. Um, not everyone will understand it, you know, especially, you know, with how things are. People don't really have a mind of their own, so That's right. it's like everyone everyone's a follower. So at times, you know, you do have to step out your comfort zone and even though it wasn't planned, it wasn't like, oh, I want to be a leader. I think I'm going to be a leader. You know, I just did what I thought was right and everything aligned. So, I mean, I'm not one to call myself a leader, but <laughs> I, I just feel that like I sad. yeah, this I mean, you, you do what you got to do, bro. Because yeah. I feel like in a,
0: lot of, in, a, in a lot of spaces, in a lot of places, mm-hmm. I, I had mentioned in one of my Instagram <clears> posts <throat> that uh, I had posted today, I was saying that, you know, everyone has a form of intellectual property and what intellectual property is is so everyone has like a, a skill or a gift that someone is willing to pay for right 100%. and a lot of people you know they have a lot of gifts and things of that nature that they don't follow because they have the fear of what people may think about their gift right 100%. and to, to keep it hundred what you bro a lot of niggas going to hate regardless bro like mm. they niggas going to hate when you do something good niggas going to hate when you do something bro, bad yeah. niggas going to hate when you don't do nothing yeah. so it's like it's like it put it puts you in the fat of like, how long did it take for you to really, like, just say, ah, oh, let me just get on my shit with, with this poetry shit? Because that's a lot of people that be put under pressure. And, like, what would you... matter of fact, before we even get into that, what would you recommend to people who want to stand outside the crowd? What would you recommend for them to do? Because I do understand that every, you know, situation is different. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah. what would you recommend to someone who want to be in your position? Oh... Uh, I know I jotted, like, a lot. Like, you, I like, you like, good, you good. Yeah, I know oh. I jotted, like, a little bit a whole lot on you. you
1: To keep it simple, stop thinking about it. I I think that's a lot of people's like like that's something a lot of people deal with. Like a lot of people tend to overthink what if this happens, what if that happens. You gotta stop thinking about it and just do it. Because at the end of the day, I feel like you will feel relief and joy knowing, even if it doesn't work out how you plan, at least I tried. At least I tried to do something. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. So and I felt like that was my biggest fear, like I was, I would always think of the worst when it came to my ideas, my vision, you know, people won't like it, people won't that, but the reality is, like you said, everyone does have a talent that they can use, because at the end of the day, it's not about, it's not all about money, That's like, right. you know, when, when it's your passion, like, it's cool to get money from what you're doing, like I would never sit here and pretend. Like, like yeah, yeah, right. yeah like, you know what I'm
0: saying. You want? I think yeah. the best thing in the world is making money for something money, that you yeah. love to do. So, like, mm. but I do understand. But but people do got to understand the concept too, though. Even if you love something, you got to make sure it also helps you to live comfortably too. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's That's like a saying. lot of people they follow certain skills and certain attributes that I think I believe for me. This is just my personal opinion that people follow certain skills and certain attributes that just doesn't make them no revenue. So regardless of whether you following yeah, something good or not, you still broke, you feel me? So I'm like, I, ain't, I ain't hating nobody, you know, yeah, loving yeah. what they do, but also take consideration how much you can make from what you're doing. Now for Price. what you're doing, you know, you got the shit doing with poetry, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let him get that though. <laughs> ha! Yeah, no, somebody was not gonna do it, but, uh, but I, I I get it to the full extent that, you know, when you're dealing with something, something doing with poetry, yeah. You're, you're what you're trying to put out is the thing that creates feeling that people could create you know that that's you can make money off shit like that you know what i'm saying that's a feeling yeah. so like if you got something that's fully 100 relatable to people of course you can you can make bread off that shit bro. Yeah. you know i not like i said once again it's not about trying to make money for it it's really just trying to build connection with people at the end of the day right so like how did it really like really change for you like what pushed you to that mode? Like, fuck it, like, I'm about to just go hard with this mm-hmm. shit. Um,
1: I mean, I've always known I can write. I've always known I've been good with words. But like I said, um, I was always overthinking stuff, always thinking the worst. So um, I was in, like, a down part of my life, which led me to start writing more. And the more I was writing and reading it, I was like, like, it's hard. Like, there's somebody in the world that can pick this up and read it and be like, I've been through the same thing. So I was just like, why not just publish it? You know, why not get serious and see where you can go with it? And like I said, even if it didn't work out how I want it, I would still be satisfied knowing I at least tried, you know what I'm saying? And if if it didn't work out how I want it, I would just come with
0: a different strategy, you know, to elevate. That's it. nah, nah, that's for sure. That's a, that's a bomb for sure. So like, why did you name your book "Chosen"? Sure. That's nah, 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 that's that's one. Cause I'm I'm. A, by the way, you you go flip your book up, bro. Cause mm-hmm. you know I'm already gonna ask you about it. Cause <laughs> I actually kind of like. Pete Down, I, I kept looking at the book. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. book is called "Chosen." And where yeah, where yeah. people can find this? Do that though.
1: Um, Amazon mm-hmm. and um Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble Press. You, you can search around Barnes and Noble though; they should have it. Um, and I also I, I sell them too, so. If you ever if you put my ad name on the joint, I mean I, I make something happen. Meet up. No, with people, no, yeah. I'ma
0: Put mm-hmm. everything. in the description down below. Yeah. So yeah. But um, so to what? answer
1: your question, um, I think it goes hand in hand with what I was saying. I think I have a God-given talent. So I literally feel like I was chosen. Like God really chose me to do this. Like I feel like when people read my poetry, they can tell like I'm just natural with putting words together, and I just I feel like it's very short and simple like it's not a long complex book title chosen like I was chosen to do this like it's a god-given
0: talent. so I yeah. got you I got you so what what who did you had to transform yourself into within that process what did you have to change about mm-hmm. you to be able to make this move like throughout the audience because I know like when you, when you have an end goal, we're going to get to that part. But yeah. what were some changes that you had to necessarily make for yourself to be able to make this move?
1: Uh, That's a good question. I mean, first of all, I had to get more discipline because it's very easy to talk about what you want to do, what you're going to do, you know, what's going to happen this date, that date. But, you know, if you're disciplined, then it isn't going to be just that, just talk, no action. So I think I had to transform myself into being more disciplined, uh, more serious with my time, more serious with the time that I give other people. Cause you know, when you're in school, when you're working, when you're writing books, it's just like, you know, you can't just be out and about just doing anything, if that makes sense. Like you have to make use of your time. So I think I just became more dedicated, like really becoming a man of my word, like saying, I'm going to release this, this date, and stick to it, put the work in to do it, you know, uh, do what I do, reach out to people in the whole process of writing a book. So to answer a question, I had to just get more dedicated, more disciplined, more focused, stuff like that. So,
0: that's yeah. cool. That's cool. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, Yeah. So the thing about self-discipline, man, I think, and, and to feed off what you just said, bro, like self-discipline is a thing that a lot of people don't have. And whether that's like most niggas don't want to sacrifice. That's yeah. that's one thing. Most niggas don't want to like not go to the club. Mm-hmm. They want to not like you know what I'm saying. They're, it's like I feel like that's it's not even just like it's people in general. They don't want to sacrifice. And I literally before this before we uh got into this podcast, before this I was talking with someone uh in a zoom in a zoom call and we were, I was just telling them that like a lot of people talk about law of attraction but they don't talk about law of execution and the law of, and law of sacrifice law of exchange. Mm-hmm. And when we talking about the law of exchange. You're literally exchanging. You're exchanging one thing to gain another, and a lot of people don't want to go into those depths and understand that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's more so of the process of who you got to become in within that process, because it's like you yourself. You know that from who you were before to who you are now wasn't going to be the same person. Kind of like the same person, but not the same person. You feel me? It's Mm -hmm. like it's like it's like it's a transition. It's a transition throughout the whole process. Just like for me, right? This is say, for example, I have an end goal, right? Being able to leave a legacy by having impact on people with speaking, and I do it through a podcast, I do it through content creation, I do it through uh, a wealth building. This is it, it's 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 more than that, but I gotta understand that who I was before, I gotta know who I have to become within that whole entire process. I do know at the end goal, I'm not gonna be the same person I am now mentally. Mentally So you know A lot of people Put themselves in this Mindset of like Oh yeah I'm still Who I was five six years ago Nigga that's bad You get yeah. like, like yeah. You can't be the same You can't you can't be the same Nigga you was like Six seven years yeah. ago bruh Cause if you were the same person Six seven years ago That means you've been Doing the same shit For the last past Couple of years of your life There was no growth And there was no expansion you being
1: complacent
0: Yeah So for yeah. your For your process Who do you think You need to become Throughout the whole process Cause I know it's like for everybody Through everybody's journey You're gonna have Some motherfuckers That you just gonna have To drop their ass off At the bus stop mm-hmm. You got the bus ride You got niggas Getting on the bus yeah. And there's a lot of niggas Gonna be getting off the bus yeah. And ain't gonna be too many That's gonna be sitting there With you All the end at the end of the, of, the, of the To the train station Right 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 So Who do you feel like Throughout like Your, your For one What's your end goal And who do you think You need to become Throughout that process Until you get to your end goal Who do you think the overall you will be by the end of your goal? Um, I think my
1: end goal is to be like a really famous established author. Um, an author, and I feel like it's a better feeling knowing that I'm a man of color too, doing what I'm doing. You know, knowing that like, not just in the DMV, but You know, somebody on the other side of the country could read a poem that I wrote. Like, I went through the exact same thing. So I feel like that always makes it better. Um, But my real angle, I mean, I want to sell a lot of books, but I don't want to rush the process either. I don't want to kill myself about selling books. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to be too, like... Focused on a specific goal, then I feel like That's true. Yeah, That's true. it's going to knock me off my pivot. So I'm going to let things come natural because I know that I have a God given talent and I know that people like my work too. And that in itself does satisfy me. So I, I just don't feel the need to stress over numbers and stuff. But my end goal, I want to be a really famous author. Uh, I want to do spoken word. You know, I want. Famous people, regular people, rich, broke, poor, middle class, it don't matter who it is. I just want them to know about what I do. And I mean, when it's all said and done, I want it to be like a worldwide thing. Like, you can find my books in other places. And I know in order to get there, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Stay focused. You know, like, don't let a little bit of success, like, just because people in your area know what you're doing, I don't want to be complacent, you know, I just want to keep moving, keep going up. So so yeah.
0: for you, right? So like mm. when you when you did your book and you got things together, was your was your beginning impact was to the area or going outside area because there's a lot of people that get into these stages and minds is like, "Bro, I'm going to go ahead and just just feed the whole area." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure they straight. But a lot of times there won't be people in your city that's going to support you. You have to sometimes Mm. go target outside your city. So it's a lot of people that had that mental mindset of, all right, I'm just going to put all this in this city. And then we're going to branch out instead of looking forward to branching out that city and getting more people to support you outside the city than it is in your city. So what was your target audience when you generally made this book? Like, was it like? Fuck it, it's gonna blow up with a blow up, or like, mm-hmm. like, or I'm just gonna hit hit Maryland, DMV, and then go outside the city. Oh, uh,
1: I mean, be transparent with you, I I didn't have a specific target audience. That's I just want whoever whoever fuck with reason it, reason it, fuck it. with yeah, it, yeah, whoever, but, yeah. Um, just from the past year of doing what I was doing, I can definitely say I have the support of like my peers and people in my city, but. I was like, I knew to get to where I want to go, I have to branch out more. But it's a little harder doing it with a book because it's just like, how do you really branch out to people in other states with a book? So, I mean, I've been doing my homework. You know, I still got things I got to do to get to where I'm going. But to answer your question more specifically, it was just like, a, I'm going a, I'm to a make this book. And I'm going to market it to the people in my city. And if they can fuck with me, especially living in the DMV of all places. <laughs> so hey, no, like, you ain't yeah, even I was that, like, right? if, if they can fuck with it, I feel like I can go sell this thing anywhere. You just go Keep crazy. it real with you, man. I mean, glory to God. Thank God. I mean, I'd be in the most random places selling it. I mean, I've sold my books to job interviewers, people in my job. Uh, random that's people hustle, bro. yeah just, a hustle, bro. just just hustling You know, try to do try to do what i gotta do to be honest so
0: yeah so, so i feel like all right let me ask you this question this is gonna be a really rhetorical question yeah if you knew how long would it take for you to get where you need to be would you still pursue it because that's a trick see, because you see that's the reason why that could be a really tricky question because a lot of people they set themselves up they try to market their success at a particular time right mm-hmm. and just like all right you know how like a lot of people our age group they were like they did be like this saying like yo you know i want to have everything by dirty but then they don't get my yeah, dirty, yeah, and they stop yeah, doing what they doing so like yeah. if you knew if if you didn't know how long it would take you to get where you need to be what you could pursue what you want to pursue
1: um i mean i think that's that's the best part Not knowing when specifically you're going to reach a goal, but if I was to like, I don't know, like talk to God and he told me like, this is when everything you work for is like really, really going to happen. I mean, I I would still do it regardless because at the end of the day, you know, I get a kick out of doing it. You know, I, I generally like what I'm doing. It's my passion. And, you know, like I said, it's not all about money you know when you're doing something you actually like to do so That's facts. yeah i 100
0: respect that yeah so what uh besides you know things that are with self-discipline mm-hmm. like what did you really have to change like because i know to some people it's different like some people they got to change who the niggas they fucking with some niggas mm-hmm. have, some niggas had to be like look these niggas ain't on the same you know what i'm saying they ain't on not the same boat as me so i need to change my group i need to change my association i need to change what i'm digesting myself with so was there anything else specifically in that process like physical changes you had to do besides the mental self-discipline because i know self-discipline that right there could be taking taking the ice on the cake just by itself because a lot of people aren't disciplined but were there more in-depth changes that really enforce you to like all right Habits, right? Think about habits. What mm-hmm. habits did you have to change? Because I know habits fun your lifestyle. So, you know, trust and believe me, if I wasn't doing the habits I'm doing now, just none of this shit would not be going on right now. I would not be talking my shit on it Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just but back to the question I'm asking you what like was there more in depth internal changes that you had to make for yourself within that process? Because everything starts internally. Um,
1: to an extent, uh, I would say I had to put more words into action, um, and to answer your other question, then I'll, then I'll go to the internal one. That's cool. Um, That's cool. I mean, I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I can't fuck with you, bro. But it's like, it's something that niggas will have to just notice. What would they like? They would have to notice themselves, cause me personally, I mean, I fuck with everybody the same, and when it's I come to the realization that, you know, me and another nigga are just not on the same type time. I mean, it's still love. You still my bro. You know, I still look out for you and stuff. But I feel like in life usually people tend to go their separate ways. Like sometimes it's more confrontational. Sometimes it's just something you just let happen. So. I mean, the people I'm close with, I'm still close with them, but I just had certain goals I had to do. So, so uh, words, well, yeah. you did had to
0: drop niggas off at the bus stop.
1: <laughs> you did yeah. have to drop niggas mm-hmm. off at the bus stop. Oh, all right, I
0: let me, mean, yeah, something and, like that. And you know, and, and uh, to feed off what you were saying earlier, it was something that you had said earlier that really like, that really like clicked with like the topic. Yeah. What what was the perception like? How can I say this? What was how how does it feel for you to be able to be the person to narrate your own story? Because mm. a lot of us, you know, people be set in certain positions where their narrative is not their narrative, it's someone else's narrative. That's true. They usually set the story of what someone else set for them. Mm-hmm. And now they they just go with the story that someone else tells them. Just like how, you know, a lot of people they go to school... They, don't, they ain't going to school because they want to go to school. They going to school because their mama never yeah, told them to go to
1: school. school yeah.
0: So how how did it feel for you to be able to have your own book and have your own you know your own specific platform to be able to change the narrative to tell your story the way you want to be able to tell it? How did people um, take it when you did that?
1: I mean, I can't lie. It, it's something. That, it, it got me a lot of respect. It got me a whole lot of respect that I wasn't even expecting because. From my point of view, when I had first started publishing and writing, it was just more like, a, I'm just good at poetry. I just want you guys to read my poetry. That's it. But I feel like I didn't look at the bigger picture, that like people will respect you for stepping out and doing something that hasn't really... I, I won't say that hasn't been done before, but that is not that common. But I was just like, a, read my poetry, but other people are like, oh, like you're courageous, like you're brave. I respect you. You're doing something different, and you know you're humble about it and stuff like that. So I can't lie, it's a great feeling. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Knowing that you know somebody can pick up my book and know about my life, you know, I I had to get more vulnerable, obviously, because there was a point in my life where I wouldn't want that to happen. I wouldn't want anybody to know about my life. I wouldn't want people to know that I struggle with certain things or, you know, as niggas, that, that I got feelings. You I ain't know gonna lie. So I ain't like, gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, that's another know. thing too, yeah. bro. Like, when it,
0: when it comes to us, like, dudes, we... Like, that vulnerability shit, like, yeah. we don't like... I ain't gonna say we don't like to. We just aren't taught to how to learn how to be more vulnerable. Lord, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like... Because, you know, how society they bred us dudes to die. Don't be vulnerable to nobody. Or, or if you vulnerable, you a weak ass nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how they be looking at it. You know what yeah. I'm But that's why I was saying, like, empathy is a, is a way of being able to learn how to be able to be vulnerable and be able to learn how to grow. Because if you aren't vulnerable to anything, there is no way you be able to grow whatever, whatever field you're trying to get into.
1: So well, it's I'm like sure. vulnerable yeah.
0: is just mean being open to opportunity. That's how I look at it as. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Open to opportunity. Just like some people, they get into relationships shit don't fly their way shit shit, you know sit just because it was it was such a bad experience and then when they get into they when they buy to get in their next relationship or they want to get into the next relationship they like a closed door and that closed door stops them from maybe experiencing something that could be beneficial for them in a light changing uh in a life-changing way or can help them grow more right so if you mind me asking this, what were some things that you feel like that were really, like, touchy in the book where, you know, mm. people were like, all right, this, you don't have to lay out everything, mm. but just, like, one scenario where it's like, all right, let me just drop the ball on this one. Right, I know this probably ain't something that really ain't me, but yeah. uh, it's me, but it's something that, like, all right, I gotta, I got to let these people feel what I'm coming from. I got to let these people know how I felt at that time at that particular point in my life where, I want to I want others who have been there to know that they're not alone. Right. Um
1: I I have a few poems that I say are like me like I always know that I get like I like I've all I always know that I got really, really vulnerable in a poem when I don't really like reading it back to myself. That's when I really know that like down that's you know deep. what Shit. i'm saying that's, yeah. deep, that's deep yeah so that's i deep. have a i think it's like the fourth or fifth poem in my, the first chapter of the book and it's called tear me down and like in this poem like i really let it be known that you know things do get to me um like i guess words do hurt and i did feel a certain type of way feeling like you know people had turned their back on me you know tables was turning, you know, life just wasn't playing fair. So I just let it be known that at the time I was a little bit discouraged. And you know, at the time words did bother me. So I have another poem. I believe it's titled I Don't Deserve You. And in this poem That shit like it's deep. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> that sound like it's deep. Yeah in this poem I'm just letting it be known well it's, it's a broad poem, because I feel like a lot of dudes can relate to it. But the overall message of the poem is that, like, you're doing everything right. Like, I'm feeling you, I'm, I'm fucking with you, but I just don't think I'm ready. Like, I think I'm going to mess things up. Based on my prior relationships and stuff, so, oh, yeah, yeah, so I can, yeah, yeah, that's 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 deep. Yeah, so, that's, deep. Yeah. that's deep. That's deep. That's <laughs> deep as hell. Like, yeah. you got me mm-hmm. over here thinking, like,
0: yeah, that's that's some yeah. deep shit.
1: And I have another poem. I believe is titled "Truth Be Told," and this one it's not as deep as "Tear Me Down," but it touches like the same subject. Like you know, it it, it does hurt. Feeling like people are out to get you, you know. Feeling like
0: people just won't leave you alone and stuff and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, and you know, you know, just like yeah. feed off what you were saying about your first book, bro. Well, one of your books, yeah. Uh, saying that you know words hurt. People don't understand man. words is like vibration. Words is form of energy, and I always look at like energy means energy and emotion. So when people let out energy, their energy, that energy is flowing through words, and that's yeah. why I always say like, however way someone feels. The only way to project that energy is through empathy, and empathy is is a translation through emotions through words. Mm-hmm. So the way someone feels it's being translated through a person's words, and something that, and that shit really does hurt, especially when you. It's like you have that feeling when you know my meaning, mean it, bro. Like yeah. you know that you like. It's like you know, like somebody had that shit sitting there in that in that fucking closet for a minute, mm-hmm. and now yeah. now they finally got the opportunity to let that bitch loose. So Boy. that's like one of the that's like one of the the most Craziest feelings and i and i I've been in positions where you know people say certain things and it hurt me to the way I knew that person meant it you yeah. know what i'm saying and and sometimes people don't really understand especially as dudes. we like i said we don't like expressing our emotions at times and, and when we do express our yeah. emotions we express it in the wrong way yeah. since it's not the way we should express it but most of the time we got to be the ones that's being the most most logical in most instances but logic doesn't Remove the fact that we're built with emotion. Fact. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, people might, you know, somebody they might say, look, why you adding that up? Because now you you pushing me to the point where you're not allowing me to, to, you speak in your mind. I'm trying to speak with logic, but because those words hurt, so the words cut deep. People don't understand those words cut deep, bro. Right? Depending on who you, like, depending on who you encountering, who you've been talking to. And it's like somebody maybe you love or you admire. Like words cut deep to people you care for.
1: Fact. that
0: shit cut deep. That's like like that's like my mama told me like like nigga you 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 know you can't do no podcast or she might have said some shit because like that's somebody who I feel like I prize. But I think we all got to get to a certain point in life where even though the ones we love and care about, we gotta sometimes we gotta let those feelings of what they don't see in us go right yeah i agree with
1: you
0: you know because it's yeah. like you you want like the people around you who are closest to you, you want them to support everything that you don't yeah and it's the same thing i feel like a lot of people who got a god-given gift who who know they're chosen i feel like a lot of people are chosen Just a lot yeah. of people don't believe they're chosen yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so that's all i know like, when yeah. i was thinking about like your book coming like yeah you say yeah you believe you're chosen and then when, when usually when people think of the word chosen they think of like this person is the only one that's this way where a lot of people are chosen that's a lot fair. of people have a gift that they can express to people it's just that they choose not to express it right because they feel like they aren't the chosen one they feel like they aren't the person that should express their god-given gift that's fair i know i'm over here rolling i know i know this this i know this file because i because it got to the point where it's like no, nah, no, nah, you, you got to you,
1: you talking shit though. Yeah, I like, cause, hey, got, cause I mean, now,
0: cause I, now you got me thinking now, cause mm-hmm. like you, you explain some things that, as you said, you know, when mm-hmm. I was thinking with empathy, like when you said this book relate to feeling, I understood where you were coming from with it because I feel like I'm chosen. Right. I feel like I'm very often misunderstood by a lot of people because they don't understand the work that I had to do to get in the position I'm in. Right. You feel me? And I'm pretty sure it's the same for you. One hundred percent. Like, like 100%. most niggas, they would like they would literally sit here look at you crazy. As if they didn't do what you did. So why would I expect someone to understand that they didn't do what I did? You know what I'm saying? So like I said, one one point of time I was, I'm still gonna get one. I was gonna get a tattoo called still because I feel like I very often misunderstood shit. I might fuck around start doing some right for goddamn self. Alright, open up a book and just might not be poetry, but I'm it, it, I think it's a definitely a way to express how people feel. So what is is like some what what was the what was the roadblocks that you had experience publishing this book?
1: Um. Well, I would say this one was definitely somewhat easier because I have two books, so this is my second book right here. So when I was writing this book, I felt like I was writing this one with experience this time. Like this time, that I actually know what sense. I'm doing. Uh, I know about like book formatting uh the ins and outs really of making a really nice book so the only real roadblock i had with this one was the fact that i was still in school and still in work still working full-time so there'll be some days i just had to choose the book over work like i would literally like come to work and just work on my book
0: Uh, Ah, you know and i you know and and to relate what you just said once Mm -hmm. again i fully relate because i consider my podcast as a business right i consider my content creation as a business right i consider mm-hmm. me us having this interview this all this shit is a business All mm-hmm. this, all this within this frame is a business but it's a product of my creativity my gift that i feel like i believe i'm chosen yeah you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's a lot of times you know when you know you built for something you gotta you gotta it's like all right i read this book rich dad Poor that right yeah. he said in the book mind your own business right and it says a lot of people that work jobs that don't have their own business. So they are minding someone else's mm. business instead of their own business. So it's like, just say if I was an accountant, we just gonna, we gonna put it in short, just say if I was an accountant, mm. if someone asks me, what business, I said, uh, so what is your business? Oh, I'm an accountant. No, that's a profession. You're underneath someone else's business being an accountant under someone else's mm. business. So you're not minding your own business because you're not building something for you, you're building for something for someone else. Right. Agreed. So when we run that back to what you just said, like I think a lot of people they really will put their job over their own, of their own, you know, their own yeah. gift. Yeah. They will literally substitute. They'll literally believe that they 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 have more fear of they losing a job than more fear of not changing their goals. Yeah, and that shit just seems like it's crazy to me, you know. Yes. I, but I think it just comes with the fact that what you were saying earlier, yes. that you know, just that feeling of you know how people feel about you doing you or what? The, the feeling of that judgment. Mm-hmm. Most people are scared of judgment.
1: One of One. Most
0: people are scared of judgment. Like most people are scared of how their mama would feel, how their uncle would feel how their, would feel, how their cousin would feel, how their sister would feel, how their friends would feel about them pursuing something, what they want to pursue. And and like most people, they hate the fact that, like most people go out their way to hate because they see you doing your thing mm-hmm. And they will hate on you because they know that they should be doing what you're doing, which is which is fucking crazy. It's crazy talk, but it's yeah. true. Like you will literally have probably one of your homies like you be in that joint, you be in that, you just wrapping it up. Like you just say, just say you was writing hell of fucking poems, boom, you just knocking them joints out, publishing each one of them joints. You you started see that that progression. Yeah. You got one was like, damn, bro, like. Blase, blase, blase You know what I'm saying Why don't you Da da da, da? You are like Wait hold on what, what the fuck is you talking about Like mm-hmm. And then they start hating me Because they know They should be doing what you're doing And it's like I think hate I think hate to me Personally to me I think hate is just a reflection Of Not Of Hate Hate is really a reflection of Them hating themselves Of not doing what they should do That's facts you, you see, you see what I'm saying? Like, That's right. I even, you know, you ever had people like hate on what, well, hate on your poem? You ever had? I had. All right, I put it this way: Have you ever been in a situation where somebody, uh, just a random nigga, just hated on your poem and then made you feel some type of way? Well, at least,
1: at least not to my face. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've. From what I've seen, I've never seen a negative comment, but you never know what people say behind closed doors. So I can't give a definite answer.
0: That's a fact. Yeah, That's a fact. I mean, a lot of people say a lot of things, especially when they say it right then and there. But, either or, bruh, so, and just like, what is, what is, when it comes to your book, right, Mm. what was your first thoughts when you first published it? Like, your first immediate thoughts, like, Why you was writing it, and then when you published it, what was that feeling? Were you nervous? Was it like... Was you like...
1: I I would say anxious. Because I was just like... Because like I told you, I do have fear of judgment. So I was like, are people going to read this and be like... I see his vision. Like, I like this. Or like, what is this? Like, what the fuck is this? And it's just like, also... Because I didn't, like, how can I put this? Since I, me, personally, I didn't see anyone else before me do it, I didn't really have anything to, like, go off. So I didn't know if people were going to be like, oh, what type of poetry is this? I don't really like this. You know what I'm saying? So I was just anxious, you know, not knowing if people would like it or not. But, I mean...
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. What mm-hmm. type of self-work you had to do on yourself within that process?
1: Self-work. Um what's some how, things, what's how some realize real- yeah, what's some realizations
0: oh. you had to go through? Because um, I know it, especially, you know, doing what you are doing, doing what I'm doing, and people who's doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. of course, it came with some level of self-work. Like if I want to be very transparent for me. It had to be, like, the same thing, dealing with judgment, dealing with confidence, mm-hmm. dealing with, like, what people may think, how do I'm start, what people may think. Like, or will I even be able to make it to the end of the finish line? Right. That was, like, one of the biggest problems with me. But over the course of time, what I had to do was I believe that you have reinsurance at times mm-hmm. when you more self-educate yourself within the field that you want to get, be in. Sparks. Cause it's like you know, that's like me diving into poetry, right? Yeah. If I dive into poetry and know nothing about poetry, of course I'm have fear, fella. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what the
0: hell I'm doing. So I don't. I didn't do any type of research. I didn't. I, for one, I didn't do any type of internal work. On top of that, so of course I'm have some level of fear within within that field. But damn, I even lost questions. I'm over there answering my own question mm-hmm. I I even asked, but. Mm-hmm. all in all, like, I think I asked you a question earlier. I don't even think we really, really bounced on that. Mm-hmm. How did you feel changing your narrative? What was the narrative that was implanted in you that people wanted you, to, or your parents, or people wanted you to come beforehand? Um,
1: I don't think I changed, how can I put this? Because, naturally, I'm like a relaxed person. Um, Usually, I look out for the people that I love, you know. I'm like a people's person. People naturally like me m- most times. So, I think the, the narrative that I changed is that I just let more people inside, more people know about my life, you know, my, my mindset, my thought process. So, I think the narrative changed that like, it's it's cool, not cool, but it's okay as a dude, you know. To let people know how you're feeling How you, you know, things you went through Things you overcame So that was a narrative that I think Sort of changed, I guess So I think
0: in a good way though so, In a good way, okay Yeah So what do you think people What what do you think What is some things that you can give to people As far as like What they would need to do for themselves To move up To, to follow what they wanted You know, desire what they desire what, what do you think people should do to be in the route to following their desires or making those desires happen? Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's path is
1: different. So I'm not about to sit here and be like, you have to, like, if you do this, this is gonna happen. So at the end of the day, you never know what life is gonna bring you. But like I've said many times before, uh, when you get serious about something, I feel like the things will align. Like, the universe will let you know you made the right decision. You just got to be attentive, you know. You will always know if you made the right decision, so... I feel like especially for the young dudes out there, being disciplined. It changed my life. My life changed forever when I got more discipline. Not everything, I still got things to figure out. I still got things I go through, things that I struggle with, but... When I got disciplined, my life 100% changed for the better and I've never looked back, so, like I said earlier, now I feel like I'm really a man of my word, so if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna go do it. It's gonna happen, it's gonna get done. You know, just being more serious. Learn, and then it's just like when you realize that, you know, like, life isn't promised, like, your life can be taken instantly, you know, just wrong place, wrong time, it'd be a car accident, shoot. And it it doesn't really matter what it is, so, just learn to get serious, you know, take advantage of, of life, and, you know, even in the process of figuring it out, figuring it out, you know, realizing that you still have it better than some people, so you just gotta, you know, put goals into place and
0: get it done. So yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You went over a whole lot. Yeah. You went over a whole lot. So, yeah. do each each one of your books explains like well of course it explains a different meaning Mm. but does some of these books correlate to like this book specifically
1: oh well i only got two so i feel like my first one my first book i feel like that was like my my appetizer book like just showing people what i can do because the book isn't that long it's about 30 pages it's really flimsy like you can literally on Flipping, side. yeah, on page. but second book for like this is when like this this is me Showing everybody that like I'm legit like The first time wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a, I was bored. So I just wrote pages like Chosen is me showing people I'm legit like I'm really an author like I really write books like I really get shit done so yeah but to answer your question though, um, the first two books don't—I wouldn't say they correlate to each other too much. I mean, both of the books have similar ideas and like, po- like a poetry collection of different topics. So they have similar ideas, but when you read it, you'll see like, I mean, I think this book is way better than my first one. You know, well, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of people read my first one. And a good amount of people have my second one. I think it's evident in my second book. That's right. Yeah. Right. It's better than my first one. So
0: You got any other books cooking up in the, up in the stew?
1: I'm um, keeping it real. Right now, no. I'm still... Right now, my focus is people reading this one. So maybe... I want to say when the year ends, that's when book three will really start cooking up in my head. But, so...
0: So my quick question here is that by, by your ankle how many books do you expect to have dropped by your ankle? Do you expect like um thirty mm, books? I'm I'm
1: trying to get more into the spoken word, so this, this could be my last book right here. I, I could retire after two. I I feel like especially someone like if you're a person who really, really likes reading and you're into poetry and english if you read my two books you'll realize that these are two really really good poetry collection books mm. so me personally I feel like I can hang it up after two but I know people would want wouldn't want me to hang it up after two so All right, i i'm going to say four, 3 4 3, or four. three, yeah, three, three or four.
0: 4 yeah 3 4 who is who is someone that motivates you to do more of the book more often who is someone that like you you can resemble yourself as some people may say you no know, one some people may say like a oh, uh, a particular person like like what I mean by that is like some just like how some you know some authors and some poets they might say you know they might say Tupac or they might say Shakespeare like, you know it's mm-hmm. just like that you feel me it's like who is who is someone you know who is someone that that you feel like feel as though you know I I can relate to this person this look like this could be someone that, they ain't in my same lane but they look like it would be doing something similar to me but I can see myself being in their position. Um
1: I don't know I don't want to give you the cliche answer bro and say nobody but I mean keep it real, no one in particular but Uh someone that like I would say I try to like copy their ways a little bit. I feel like this might this might not make sense. But I feel like it does make sense. But like young Dolph, like how Dolph was all about Yeah, being independent, not signing to a label, you know, being self made. So that's how I am, like self made. I'm trying to be self made with what I'm doing. So, you know, God bless his soul. That that's somebody is like that really motivated me. Like, you know, even though he was in a whole different area, you know, doing rapping, obviously it's probably easier, uh, to do it all rapping, but at the end of the day I still respect the
0: Dolph, how he came up so. I mean, being independent. So. Even even with rap and yeah. poetry, it's kinda of like in the same thing. Just rap just yeah. got beat. beat. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Rap yeah. just got beat. Rap is just a form of poetry. Right. And, you know, and I could consider you and and you know, in a and a rapper and like in the same lane. It's just that you just you know you don't use beats. I mean, can you use beats? Have you ever tried on the beat? Uh-huh.
1: I, I'm 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 gonna try for the years, but so far nah, I ain't got no beat
0: yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for sure. So, um, I think that's all. Really, all the questions I really had, bruh. I don't really think I had none too specific in this joint. Right. So go ahead, um, you go ahead show the people your book again for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where can they find you? What's your Instagram? What's your information so they can really just tap in with you? All uh,
1: right, uh, my Instagram, Twitter, uh, Fat Ten Seventeen. Um, I sell the book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and I carry around hard copies. I still got probably like 20 or 30 so you know anybody that watches it that's interested you know i'll I'll be willing to work something out with them but
0: yeah all right that's a bet that's a bet so i guess man i mean that's that's that wrap it up right now when the next time when you when you do your book we could we could definitely run another one Definitely run another yeah. one for sure, you know
1: Yeah, probably beginning of the next year, yeah, we can run, we can time definitely time. run another mm-hmm. one for sure
0: and just kinda like just dive uh more in depth because I don't really have any specific questions mm-hmm. off the top of the head, um yeah, I don't really have none too specific yeah i I think i I've answered i I've asked as many questions as I can, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't want to get like too too in depth and specific because I know your book does describe your you know that i'm mean, i'm figuring if it's I'm, I'm assuming that the book does describe like your history like mm. some with some history in that book mm. so i don't want to dive too much in your history and be spoiling a, spoiling a poem you know i'm mean, we, we, we ain't we ain't trying to spoil the poem there we ain't trying to spoil the poem there so anyways guys i appreciate you guys for listening for tapping into this video we're going to have we gonna be available on all platforms on apple spotify whatever you get your podcast including youtube it's just this shit's gonna be on youtube for sure